0: Live SmackDown. Podcast on the shadows. Look. Doing the damn thing. WWE. Last night's SmackDown Live. Real fun show. I uh, was uh, coming back home from work, so I missed uh, maybe the first 20 to 30 minutes, which I heard was action packed with the best in the world. Shane McMahon. Yes, Um, he had the Miz come out, basically forced the segment of Miz TV, which is uh, somewhat hilarious because Shane and Miz still have heat. You know, Shane picked up the victory basically two times over Miz. So, you know, Miz definitely still trying to pick up a victory, if he can, anyway he can. So, um, apparently WWE is sticking to the script gave him his cue cards, told him to read it off, so shouts to Mr. McMahon, uh, had a couple of lines in there, called him the pest of the world, uh, the chest of the world, or something like that, I don't know, but, um, all in all, Miz wanted to fight Shane, Shane said, if you're trying to fight me, then you're going to have to go through Elias and Drew, Miz makes easy work of Elias. Not bad at all. I thought, uh, uh, we all figured that Elias would give him a little bit more of a fight. But because uh, apparently the segment uh, went the amount of time that it did, they didn't necessarily have enough time to have Elias look, you know, strong. And plus, we did want to have Miz. We don't want to make a joke out of Miz. You know, he still is a former WWE champion. I think, what, two times? So... That's uh, you know, I think that was I think that was cool and Elias doesn't look any more weaker in my opinion. I think people just wanna see him win. But uh Miz took out Elias skull crush finale. It was a great jump and knee, but it was after the elbow drop and Elias fell flat on his back. It, uh, it all looked good. Miz was able to go in the skull crush finale and pick up the one two three victory. During the commercial break, this is when the match with Drew starts and um you know, Drew really uh, looked excellent in the match. He did a great job selling for Miz also, in my opinion. But, um, ultimately, Shane O'Mac's interference has caused Drew to hit the claymore and pick up the victory over the Miz. So, I think it was a beat down, and then the Miz had, uh, well, Shane did in and says, Alright, you wanted to fight me? Alright, let's go. So, they go at it, and Shane applies the triangle choke. And this taps out, and it's like, oh, gosh, dang. But I think this is building really, really good heat on the Miz. Some people are saying that they're sick of... I'm sorry, I mean, they're sick of... I, I'm going to say good heat on Shane. People saying they're sick of seeing, you know, Shane slotted in his position and seeing him on the show so much. But I think, honestly, uh, I've even heard someone make reference to Shane having uh, Baron Corbin heat, which is well, old Baron Corbin, people are starting to warm to him a little more now, but I think uh, that Baron Corbin, heat is, well, old Baron Corbin heat would be uh, closer to modern day uh, X-Pac heat, which also reminds me of this new Evertoke from a while ago. I think that uh, we uh, might want to refocus on that just to shut down. The WWE Universe's critics up. I know that uh, Sammy said that he was taking back the power, but, uh, you know, I think that a genuine effort has been made to, you know, give us new matches and new faces, but the WWE Universe, you know, uh, speaks in volumes. So we'll continue to see how the new era, you know, uh, is. Shown and displayed, but all in all, I think it was uh, all right. Open the segment. I heard the talking was a bit long, but you know we'll you know just have to make those proper changes. I'm guessing maybe get straight to the action a little faster. So with all of that in mind, <laughs> let's get into the next segment. The planets tag team champions, Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan, are out next to some action with heavy machinery, Um, and it's uh, really, well, pardon me, they were actually slotted for action against the YOLO County Tag Team Champions, I don't know their names, but um, all in all, they were going to take on these guys, the championships they were wearing looked hilarious, they were uh, just, 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 just. It was they were well put together, but I think they were it was some some cardboard type. Product. It was hilarious, but um, yeah, this brings out heavy machinery, and they end up taking on the Yellow County Tag Team Champions and uh, make quick work of them. Excellent work from Tucker. You know that he was mainly the highlight. I know that i had spoken on having. Uh, somewhat of an uh, eye on him Not from, I don't want to say from a critical space But just to see, you know, that he's capable And man, look the WWE superstars perform at the highest level They're on a completely different level And, you know, they're, they're bred in the NXT system So I think that these guys definitely showed that, that, that spark You know, that we always see in new call ups or call overs from NXT, and it was just very refreshing. So, shouts to Tucker, and of course, shouts to Otis. You know, he's hilarious. He has a little hair rocker thing. he has the little crush on Mandy Rose, which is, uh, <laughs> man, it, it, uh, it's just funny. It, it's all good stuff, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, I think that's about as accurate as yours. But with that, um, it was good stuff. They wanted to take on the tag team champions. Next, Rowan was uh, so ready to fight, but Daniel Bryan, you know, leveled his head, kept a cool head, and these guys are going to save it for another time. I guess Daniel Bryan knew right now that it's an emotional storm. The crowd is going crazy. You don't want to go in there, uh, you know, without, you know, your, your head on straight, especially with guys that look like great competitors. So, take some time to continue uh, scouting them and I'm guessing that they'll jump into it when a better time presents itself but it definitely gets me a lot more interested in seeing these guys go at it everyone wants to see what Daniel Bryan or Rowan are uh, capable of against some new talent at least I am I guess You know, I would like to see uh, those two go at it, I'm not rush it you know maybe build the storyline a little bit more I don't know but you know, this, it, it was good, so that was fun, I, it, it was good stuff shouts to the 24-7 championship one of the uh, one of the new highlights of the show for the WWE universe so, uh, R-Truth apparently gets locked in an equipment box, or what is it, a crate a production crate, and something like that, and now he's on the way to Los Angeles, which is the uh, next stop for Monday Night Raw. So we'll see how that story develops next week. It was uh, really, really funny. Jinder Mahal did a Carmella impression. <laughs> One of the highlights of the evening. <laughs> and um, yeah, Carmella ended up having her match with Mandy Rose. Now before they get in, before we get into that, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville backstage, of course. Patrolling Ember Moon and uh the Ember Moon is apparently playing a Nintendo Switch. That's what I figured out. I had to learn that I saw I thought it was just a tablet and she might have been like, you know, reading the man with two souls or something like that. But uh She is playing a game on the Nintendo Switch and I think Sonya Deville smacked it out of her hand. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Mandy Rose just gave her a stack of magazines, you know, being Muscle and Fitness, all of the articles uh, that you know she she probably uh, wanted her to read in general. But though know, instead of playing the game, lol. So um, it, it it you know, Sonny Deville, Ember ready to go at it. Ember screams and throws the garbage can. Ooh. I would say, I mean, we all want to be safe. We don't want too much stuff happening. But uh, it's, I think it's maybe a 60-40, you know, from the WWE Universe that was into it. And that was just like, eh, on it. I think that um, maybe throwing something that she could have broke, you know, throwing some glass or something that just would break but not be dangerous breaking or something i would i think that would also that would really get her uh over but this was a good you know a show of her character like you know just being not crazy but you know right there on that edge of you know i don't i can't use i don't know what word to use but she's right there and we can see and feel it you know ember moon is another one of those superstars that has that nxt spark And I say that with all due respect to anybody on the main roster, but everybody loves NXT, you know. So getting to the main roster and watching the new era, you know, develop and such like that. There could be uh, maybe, well, there are a lot of hidden elements of NXT I see on the main roster. But maybe these things can be, you know, put on uh, display a little bit more as far as the... Uh, in-ring athleticism and storytelling goes, because it's really, really good stuff. So, uh, with that, Mandy and Sonia, Mandy and Sonia, pardon, pardon, Mandy and Sonia are, are outside, and they're ready to, well, at the, you know, in the ring, and they're ready, well, Mandy, no, pardon me, Sonia Deville, such a surprise, is ready to uh, take on Carmella. They go at it, have a really good match. I'm very proud of all three you know they're all they've all come very far you know and they were the, the first part of you know the women having matches on the evening and they definitely all of the women they really really held it down i i enjoyed you know what i was able to see and with the with the knee strikes the interferences like storylines are being developed the in-ring work is getting better from all sides and you know, we're just excited to see uh, what new women's matches we, we're we going to get because I, I, I wouldn't say we've been burnt out on it, but there's been a lot of uh, Charlotte and Becky. So now we're going to have some more women. I think the focus on the mid card, you know, is really, really key right now. So we're building up some of these new superstars before the Fox deal and all the rest of that Uh You know, it's going to be awesome to see these superstars take on, you know, the top tier talents in Charlotte and Becky, you know, and uh, Bailey, you know, being the uh, SmackDown Women's Champion stuff. But Mandy Rose interferes, Sonya Deville picks up the victory, a lot of good spots. And um, like I said, I'm just really excited to see how all of these stories continue to develop with the ladies because they're all just Really, you could see how hungry they are to really showcase their talent on television. It's awesome. So, uh, let's get on into the next one. Ma'am, New Day was out. Biggie is back. The uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, uh, you know, the, 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 the friend thing. It's still buddies, so it'll be interesting to see who turns on who first, if that ever happens again. But uh, you know, uh, and Dolph Ziggler is out, you know, and they they they're treating Dolph, Z- oh, he shouldn't went through that. They're talking about the kick situation back at Super Showdown, where Kofi was able to defeat uh, Dolph Ziggler. And now they're, you know, building toward the Steel Cage match at Stomping Ground, streaming live in two weeks on the WWE Network. So, with these things, they um they had, a, it was a good back and forth. They tried to, you know, call out contradictions and hypocrisies with the WWE universe. So, I think that was nice for them to be able to just keep Sami Zayn in that uh, somewhat critical character. And, you know, uh, you know, KO. KO just being on deck for the fight is really uh, always just welcome on television. In my opinion, I think people really, really enjoy to see KO do his thing, and um, you know Ziggy right now. I think you know Ziggy's a Ziggy's been a mainstay, you know, for so long that we we enjoy seeing what storyline is gonna come next with him. So uh, it was a good, you know, just a good promo segment. I feel like they it was almost obligatory to have all six of these guys that are so great on the microphone, you know, just have at it, you know, for a segment midway through the show. It was, you know, fun stuff leading toward the main event later on. Bailey takes on Nikki Cross, who was uh, hyped up by Alexa Bliss backstage, uh, talking about Bailey said mean things and liked mean posts, something like that. Didn't like mean posts about uh, Nikki Cross and... You know, internet is, de- social media is definitely not the nicest place when it comes to uh, some forms of criticism toward the WWE product. But how did she see if she blocked Bailey a long time ago? I mean, hey, you know, it's funny stuff just to speak on the social media with WWE. All right, so either way, either way, pardon. But uh, Bailey and Nikki Cruz go at it, had a good match. Um,. Yeah, Alexa Bliss, uh, you know, kinda hyped her head up and uh, told her to take the aggression out. What was it? Find your basically uh I would say find your uh, find your fuel, find your rage and let it loose on all of them. So good stuff. Not uh not upset with how she hyped her up. Nikki Crows barely had a good match, I believe, uh barely picked up the victory. You know, just being the women's champion And, you know, it's good to see Bailey pick up the victory It was good to see Nikki Cross in there Just on TV in general um, And, you know, that was It was just good stuff Leading into the main event For the evening uh, We had, of course, the New Day taking on KO, Sami Zayn, and uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler So, and they went out there Had a real good six-man tag match For the main event Fast-paced they definitely hyped up the uh, the hot tag to Big E, and when he came in, the crowd went crazy. It was very enjoyable. I was very happy to see, uh, you know, the people, re- you know, just receive Big E like that, and um, with... Uh, the ending the ending sequence basically saw all of the finishers but you didn't know what was going to happen or who was going to win. You know once Dolph Ziggler tunes up that super kick, it's one of the best in the game. So he was knocking out everybody with that. But Kofi came through with the trouble in Oh but oh he went for a kick on Woods, I believe, or Kofi and they moved out of the way. I think he hit Woods with a kick. He's trying to hit Kofi with a kick after Sammy was holding him, Kofi got out the way and ziggy hit Zane nice with the super kick and uh that was where kofi was able to hit the trouble in paradise on darf ziggler and then while sammy zayn was getting back up kofi was able to hit the trouble in paradise on him for the one two three victory which has a new day standing tall and that ladies and gentlemen was smackdown live very good show one of the high points of the show was that second rope moonsault that KO did as far as, you know, moves went. Very fun stuff. Very, very athletic match. You know, you could just, everything these guys threw in there was, was very fun. So, um, next up we get into 205 Live, which had the number one contenders match for the Cruiserweight Championship between Drew Gulak, uh Kira Tozawa, Umberto Carrillo, or as Aiden English would call him, Umberto Carrillo, and uh, Oni Lorcan. That was a great main event, and the opening matchup, we got to see, oh man, how awesome is this? I had a great, it was a great moment for me, I was so shocked and surprised, but we got to see Gentleman Jack Gallagher, a staple of 205 Live and the roster, taking on uh, maybe underneath the wild card rule, maybe a new 205 Live signee, but definitely a surprise that Drake Maverick, oh my God, definitely delivered on in being Chad Gable. Oh man, the the Olympian technician, ring technician, just in there and with the gentleman, both of these guys had an excellent matchup. A huge German suplex spot Outside of the ring backflip from Jack Gallagher This caused The count out victory For the gentleman Now we don't know if that was a mistake Or whatsoever. have you But what we do know is that this This could be The start of a potential storyline Between the two We don't know We know the gentleman Jack has a a good you know just he's a gentleman he has a very very healthy uh you know fighters you know spirit and you know he he's an excellent sportsman but you can tell that he's very uh he wants to win you know so with uh the the count out victory. He seemed to be a little upset. I think it was just a mistake. His foot, he lost his footing trying to get back into the ring or something like that. So it just didn't work out in his favor, you know, on that night. And it was still a very good match. So take nothing away from him at all because I definitely enjoyed uh, what those two, the story that those two were able to tell in the ring. Uh, the Bollywood boys, next up. After the Chad Gable victory, uh, took on um, Dos Locales, two local competitors. Oh, to the man. I thought that was great. Uh, It was good. Again, you see this spark of the, you know, you just see the difference between WWE superstars and the local competition. So, uh, you know, the, the Singh brothers, the Bollywood boys, they made a, made a good match out of it and eventually made quick work of them and, you know, picked up the victory. Very, very good stuff. And they, these guys are award winners. I believe they have the Bosker now, which is like the Bollywood Oscar and, <laughs> it's 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 creative. <laughs> so um, yeah, they picked up the victory. But to the main event between Drew Gulak, Akira Tozawa, Oni Larkin, and Humberto Carrillo. Very very excellent, fatal four way match. Fast paced, very intense, hard hits. Power would test the strength and test the speed. Tests of high-flying offense it was just good all around you saw drew Gulak. he's a really new character now and just not even caring about going to the top rope delivered a giant superplex to to zawa and i believe this is what led to the closing of the match which ended in some form of confusion i even thought that drew gulag's shoulder was up superplex hits these guys both put their legs up and grabbed the leg for the, uh, the unorthodox pinning predicament. And the ref counts three. We get another official outside. And pretty much these guys are uh, both raising each character's hand in victory saying he won. No, he won. So... We could potentially be getting a very awesome triple threat match between Drew Gulak, Akira Tozawa, and Tony Nice. We know that Tony Nice wanted to take on Akira Tozawa backstage. He said uh, Drake Maverick didn't necessarily give that match to him, but, you know, now... And, I, I personally, I think that, uh, that leads to some good storyline between those two. And, I, with, you know, pardon that. But with Gentleman Jack and... Uh, pardon, not Gentleman Jack, I apologize. But with Drew Gulak... With Drew Gulak and Tony have having such a a long storied rivalry, it's really good. And Akira Tozawa being the stamina monster and all the rest of that—that that, uh, you know, Tony Nice has always wanted to take on. I'm I'm looking at these stories like, wow, these guys. This is actually really good stuff. He Tony Carter cut a great promo backstage. It was. You know, well done. Everything was well said. He was looking at all four characters that he potentially had to take on, saw how the possibilities had truly changed. And, you know, he just wanted to know what he had to prepare for. He did well. So, you know, the fatal four way happened. And now we're going to see who uh, Drake Maverick declares the victor, if not both of these guys, next week. So, with all of that, uh that was 205 live along with smackdown live very fun evening i don't know the city they were in but i'm pretty sure that they definitely uh enjoyed the night's events from smackdown with the opening bell all the way to the closing bell of 205 live i know i did so shout out to the guys bringing the podcast each and every week shout out to all the guys that uh do the writing and such like that over at WWE Digital. And uh, thank you, WWE, for giving us another awesome week in sports entertainment. So with that, I will catch you guys next time. Peace.